Okay, with uh, Christine and Mark, uh, Flowing My Dream of More Freedom is the short film. It's four minutes long. It's from the Environmental Film Festival. And it's really about rivers and about how we need to kind of take care of them <laughs> in, its, in its most basic form. Would that be a correct assessment? I would say so, definitely, yeah. So the, the, the rivers really are kind of uh, asking us to help them flow more freely again. And we're hoping that we can spread this message. So what did you guys come up with this kind of concept to make this this kind of like, it's a, it's a beginning and end of the movie, but it's also kind of like a, a public service announcement about, about rivers. When did you guys come up with the, the idea to make this film? Well, this was roughly like two and a half two, two years years ago, yeah. yeah, roughly, and mostly because um, when it comes to uh, rivers and when it comes to freshwater ecosystem, there ecosystems there is still so much of a lack of perception in the public. Um, there is little restoration taking place. There is little money actually that is involved in funding all sorts of projects. And so we figured we just really have to focus on rivers and therefore we made this film. So I'm on your website right now. So sunvillagraph.com is your, our dash, we'll have a link on the website, is your production company. And you guys made a, made a few films about, about environmental films in the last few years, I guess so, right? Yeah, that's true. That's the core of our work, basically. So, well, so we're always focusing on, on environmental and, and wildlife and nature conservation topics. And flowing is basically, I think, the most recent short that we've produced. Yeah. yeah. And the both of us, we do have a background in uh, biology or we've studied biology. So nature and wildlife issues are with us or have been with us for many years and so this is just comes natural to us that we work on these topics you started off doing photography that's right yes, we did yeah that's correct so basically uh, also during our studies um, at university you you started earlier mark yeah i always wanted to to um basically not end up at university, but act much more as a um, PR agent for nature, basically. So that was a driving force for me to attend the ecology program at university. But I always wanted to yeah, venture out into the world and, and sort of work on, on, on stories and collect information. And therefore, I, um, yeah, Quite early back in my studies, I realized that photography and film could be the perfect means to transport this information and to act like a bridge between science and and the public, basically. So in this particular film, so you have it's four minutes long and it shows like some amazing photography of the river, but it's really about the narration. Did you guys write the narration and then kind of like how was the concept? Did you write the narration first and then started shooting? How did the, like, what was the concept of bringing the film together? Yeah, well, we wrote the narration, I wrote the narration, and the both of us, we came up with the concept of having the river tell its story. And so we, we actually started uh, filming with this concept in mind and um, had the idea of that we wanted to evoke emotional pictures and, um, yeah, a sense of, belonging to the river that this is really not just the river out there and we somewhere else but that this kind of really 
interacts with us or that it has a meaning for us as humans. The narration, was it always like, is it, um, do you have different versions or is it just an English, English language version? English and German. Yeah, so, so we have two versions, but the narration or, or the core of the concept is the same. That's right. So we started, we first did the German version. And since we wanted to have the film available for a broader public, we also created the English version. And it's a, was it the same voiceover uh, person? It's a, a different voice. It's a different voice, uh, a different river, let's say. <laughs> gotcha, a different river, yeah. No, because he's very he's very good. He kind of, he, he's a very good voiceover for, like, for... Uh... For I obviously I, I don't speak German, so for the English, the English language, it's like it's very it's very poignant. He's got a very strong voice. Where did you find him? Well, you know. actually, yeah, I knew Patrick. His name is Patrick Lamb, and I knew him already years or, or got to know him years ago already for another production that we were working together with and, they, and we kind of lost track of each other and for this production i suddenly realized that uh well patrick is out there and he's doing voiceovers and so that's how we got back together and we figured just as you said um that he's just the perfect match for for being the river and well making the river come to life so you got lots of amazing uh, shots of the animals. How long were you guys out in this area for? Uh, how long did you, did you did you shoot for? Well, I think it was shot over the course of almost a year. Yeah, that's right. More or less a year, being busy at different rivers in Austria and constantly, you know, diving and waiting on shores and especially for some certain bird species like the kingfishers or so, we also timed um, the filming sessions when the the chicks leave their nests and so, so we are sort of quite experienced when it comes to wildlife filming, but for this film it took not a full year, constant year of production, but I think almost a complete year to get access to all these different animals and, and, and little stories in the film. Yeah. To cover all the seasons and all the activity periods of the different species. So how about the underwater uh, stuff? How did you go shoot the underwater? Well, we did the underwater, mostly whenever it comes to floating underwater or to not standing somewhere on solid ground and just holding the camera underwater, then it's usually me going in there. And we, um, well, we have an underwater housing. We usually use a sea frog underwater housing together with, uh, in this case, it was a Sony camera, but we also use Canon cameras for underwater shooting. So uh, basically it's the technical aspects are just one side to the story. I would say that the more challenging aspects are to find the very locations that would yield certain images and one, particular shot was quite difficult to get that was the one of the fish swimming towards the dam structure where we wanted to capture fish and dam structure in one shot to see or to show how my migrations of fish species are being hampered by all sorts of barriers yeah. and it was quite tricky to find a dam that is actually approachable uh, and safe for us to approach and not too deep actually to be able to dive down there and not come up with all the scuba gear and stuff. So that was a bit of a challenge, but we found the perfect dam more or less in the area where we live. 
Yeah, it's, it's it's kind of it's so sad in a sense. Where like we're like we're we're complicit, like humans in general, like are you know these 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 they're for billions of years or millions of years. These animals, these fish, and these animals have been have been migrating. You know, basically like besides the people trying to kill them, the other animals trying to kill them is that they've been they've been it's been a natural thing, and then all of a sudden humans got involved in the last two hundred thousand years, and they've kind of like. They're probably wondering what the heck's going on, right? Because it's like there's like it, it, it it's against their natural instinct. I'm assuming these animals. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, uh, they're trying to go where they used to go, but all yeah. of a sudden, this is no longer by any means possible. So then they've been there. They, it's in their genetics, like for billions of years, they've been doing one thing, and all of a sudden, it's changing. That must be like a little bit of a shock to the to their to their system. One would assume. Absolutely. Actually, the whole system sooner or later comes to collapse or crashes because you don't have these constant exchange of species. Um, the uh, the certain uh, individuals that live in an area and are kind of locked in between barriers, they cannot exchange with others. They also don't find the proper breeding grounds any longer because due to dams, the whole um, underground structure is being changed. And so there is not the ideal location to place eggs, for example, fish species and so on. So it's a whole cascade of things that is happening uh, and that goes unnoticed by us humans because hardly any one of us sticks its hat or his or her head underneath the waterline and sees what is actually happening in there. So we're trying to make something that is literally just outside our our door and outside all of our houses and next to us, but still seems like, yeah, eons and seems very far away. We, we try to make this visible to the larger public. Yeah, and it's in rivers. If you say I'm going to make a film about rivers, it doesn't have that kind of sexiness to to, <laughs> to filmmaking. But it's like, but it, you know what I mean? But it's so important. Like, like you, you know what I mean? Like we don't, there's not enough uh, filming of rivers. Like everybody's in the ocean or, you know, even lakes. But rivers are, are just like, are, are just an important element of our, of our society, especially in certain, like in Europe, especially where like it's there, there, it needs to be conserved. Is there any like uh, uh government, like in Austria is like, is a government putting money into kind of conserving this? I'm just curious. Well, not really. And in fact, it's really difficult to find the river that's still in a healthy and an altered state here in Central Europe. You know, we're living in the Alps, right in the yeah. heart of Austria. And we have a lot of rivers. And people take them for granted, but they are actually just serving as, um, yeah, they, they bring fresh water, but they are not serving the animals or they, they are not really working on their ecological duty anymore because they are so much, you know, altered and, and damned. And so it's really difficult, like you, like you said, uh, to bring them up on our everyday agenda and to really talk about and, and speak about what's going on with our rivers because in fact actually also our politicians and, and institutions in charge they are really it's a really tough business to bring uh, rivers and and smaller water bodies like you know box and all those unsexy <laughs> habitats yeah. Uh, yeah to bring them into focus so that's that's why we came up with the idea and and also a thought about this narration to give the river him or herself 
a chance to talk about the situation that it's in because it's 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 a tough business. So you, it, it, your their narrative, your visual narrative in the film, it's were like at the beginning of the, like in the beginning of the end, you set up the, the the rivers, and then you kind of show the human influence where you're trying to help, and then in the end, you kind of have all these images of the of the animals, and there's so many animals who who cohabitate in this in this area who need rivers to survive. So you're kind of like giving the audience this emotional kind of understanding, like the beavers and the the birds, of course, and the fish, and uh, and you got some really amazing shots of. Uh, I'm curious about the beavers, though, because it's there. I heard that they're hard to film. Like, where did you? Was it hard to get some good beaver shots? Yeah, it depends. You need to know where to look for them. We actually we live quite close to, um, or what? Well, close. It's about an hour uh, car drive away from us. Uh, the city of Vienna which has, even though it's a city, a lot of green space and green areas surrounding it. And actually, it has a huge beaver population there. So you don't even need to venture out uh, somewhere in the total remote areas of Austria to find beavers. You can even find there somewhere sort of in the remoter areas of uh, the city. Um, so they, they kind of have a big comeback in Austria. And it's not even... I would say it's much more difficult to film different sorts of fish species and certain birds and mm. bird species like kingfisher or uh, the um, the dipper, for example, that we had in the film as well, um, than the beaver. So then you also got um, the crab. Is the crab that you were shooting or lobster? Like it was a crab. And then... Uh, Crayfish, yeah. Yeah. And then snakes too, right? Lots of snakes. Yeah. Snakes as well. Yeah. Uh, hardly anybody would think that snakes would need or would hunt, for example, in rivers. So, uh, and we hope also that people don't feel <laughs> kind of put off and, and are kind of afraid of rivers because they're snakes. But yes, they belong to freshwater ecosystems as well. Well, most snakes are harmless, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah. Especially in Austria. In, in Austria, they're all harmless. Yeah. So. So tell me about uh, what did you think about the North American audience, the, the feedback that we sent you? What did you think of what they had to say about your film? Well, we were really thrilled to have somebody from literally another continent reflect upon our view on our rivers here in Europe, because obviously we also filmed all of this here in Europe. And we really loved the way they appreciated our narration and that obviously our very emotional approach and our love for nature that we hope radiates to the audience that came across. And so that really thrilled me personally to see that people really connected to the film in a way. Yeah, hundred percent. And when, so you guys, are, I, I was watching your film and then I was, there, you have a couple other ones on your website and it's like, you're ready to make a feature film. And then I saw in the blog interview that you are making a feature film, I guess, right? We do. Yeah, we did actually. We did, and we are currently working on the second one. But we also were quite, you know, enthusiastic about the reaction of your audience because it was mentioned that this could be or could end up in a feature film, feature length film, and and we did not have the idea before. But we we loved, you know, the motivation to even think about producing a feature length in future about rivers or or 
the situation of rivers here in Europe. So, uh, but we are currently working on our second feature length. Yeah. And what's the second one about? It's about the coast of Croatia, and it okay. will be uh, again focusing, of course, on on wildlife and ecosystems. But there's also this underline of of people coexisting with nature. So that's more or less always a bit the, the core of our work. So yeah. it will be again about people and and nature coexistence in a way. And yeah, and in particular in this case also it will be about visualizing how change takes place in nature on small scale and large scale levels. So what's changing along the Croatian coast, which is of course one that is uh, heavily influenced by tourism. But if you look more closely, then you find real natural gems there. Yeah, 100%. It's amazing what you're, 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 you're capturing. And so this is your life's, this is your life's work. You guys are creating, and you guys are a team. How long, where did, where did you guys first meet? We are a team. Yeah, we are a yeah. team in work and in life. And we've met at university, but actually not in Austria, but on an island in the Northern Sea when we were working on, on a project there for or about birds and the situation of birds in Northern Germany. But I think it's it's our passion, sort of both of us have the same passion and that ended up in, yeah, founding a production company and working on... on um, Visual storytelling, basically. And you're both you're both from Austria. Yeah, we're both from Austria, from different parts of Austria, north and south. But yeah. we kind of met in the middle. In the middle of the world, yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> and you guys are like, yeah, the, the 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 your website's fantastic. It's like you're showing all kinds of work. Is there any way? Is there anywhere uh, we can watch your film, the 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 Slovenia, where nature comes first? Well, currently, unfortunately, uh, this film uh, is only accessible via the, the different, um, well, platforms of TV stations. So either it will be featured um, in a TV station yeah. um, and then it may be on, um, well, internet streaming platforms. But currently it doesn't seem to be anywhere available at the moment. But as soon as it would be available somewhere, we uh, would inform the community via Instagram or Facebook or so, uh, via our social media platforms. But it will, um, well, again and again be available. I mean, it's on international distribution, but not by us, but mm -hmm. by the companies that assigned us for this film. This is basically three major European TV stations, but they have international distribution. So it can be or it could be that the film ends up in your either TV stations or streaming platforms soon. Yeah. Well, see, streaming is, seems to be the, the the way that everybody's doing things now. So so I'm, I'm assuming it will. Because, yeah, I'd love to see it. All right. Well, uh, let's talk again when you when the, when you when you may want to make your next film and I uh, would love to talk to you because it's, I love this film a lot. I think it's fantastic and it's very important. And like you said, we take advantage of our rivers, right? We just see a river and we don't think much about it. And it's like, it's movies like this, like you're not hammering the message over our heads as an audience. You're just kind of telling this story and then basically yeah. we're just gathering the information and we're seeing beautiful scenery as well. So thank you very much for submitting and hopefully we can talk again soon. Thank you very much. Thanks, yeah. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six.